What's important to remember is that cancer can change a lot of things, and it does. It can change relationships. It can change the configuration of a person's body. It can change your identity or appear to. But something very important to remember is that whatever changes cancer created, cancer, there's a part of each person that cancer never touched. There's an essence to each of us that cancer cannot touch. And that's the, 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 the soul level, the person we really are, uh, the one that is here to do something, whatever it is in this world, like you said, to affect other people and to, and, and to create our own life as we would live it ourselves. That, that person still exists no matter what a person has been through during the cancer journey. That was a short snippet of my interview with Dr. Shani Fox. Stay tuned for another episode of A Holiday Life. Hi, I'm Gabby, the Happy Holiday Girl. Who says you have to wait until certain times of the year to get to celebrate? When every day's a holiday, we can combat stress and have more opportunities to have fun with our friends and family. Come celebrate with me and together we can live a holiday life. Hey, what's going on, holiday lifers? It's your girl, Gabby, and today is World Cancer Day, a day that we take the time to acknowledge the tremendous fight that people undergoing cancer are experiencing, and a day to be grateful and celebrate the progress that we are making. Cancer's not fun, and it's not something that we enjoy talking about, but what is good is the fact that there are people who dedicate their lives toward finding cures for various illnesses and people in the community who take the time to dedicate their life mission to encourage and pursue the work they need to pursue to be able to be a source of support for those in our community who maybe are having a more difficult time health-wise than others are. And so I'm so excited that with today's podcast, I'm honored to have a doctor who is doing just that. I have a woman who dedicates every day of her life toward being a middle ground, a source of comfort, a source of encouragement for those who are undergoing cancer treatments or who have already beat cancer but are looking to overcome fear of cancer coming back. Let's be blunt about it, guys. Cancer sucks and nobody looks forward to that. And I'm so proud that there are some people who aren't afraid to go into the dark. There are some people who aren't afraid to take the time to care about other people and who are willing to see ugliness in the face and say that you can't stay here. For the time being, while this person's going through an ugly time, I'm going to stay there with you. I'm going to help encourage and bring comfort and love and joy back into their life until they're able to do that on their own. And so I'm so excited and honored for the interview I will be giving you all in a few minutes. And so I'll start off today's podcast with giving you our quote of the day. And after that quote, I will be introducing you to our special guest of the day. So here we go. Here is today's quote of the day. It is this, your mission, be so busy loving your life that you have no time for hate, regret, or fear. And that was by Karen Salmonson. And I liked that quote because honestly, when talking about things like cancer or illness, sickness, it can strike terror and fear into anyone who hears those words. But what I find encouraging is that if we make the choice, even in the midst of unfortunate life circumstances, if we make the choice to live lives that we choose, we have to fight for it, guys. If we fight for happiness and joy, even if that means just watching a cartoon, guys, 
even if it means just listening to a comedian or a silly joke or surrounding yourself with flowers. When going through hard times, you have to be so intentional about surrounding yourself with joy. Because if you don't, life can so easily take joy away from us. So I like the fact that the quote of the day said that it is our mission to pursue happiness. It's our mission. You have to make that an intentional aspect of your day. If you wait for life to bring you joy, you could be waiting for a while. And I'm not trying to say that in a negative way, but I'd be lying to you if I told you that every day of my life was perfect. No, sometimes you have to make yourself happy. And so I liked that with the guest I have today, she helps encourage us to know that we can still be happy. We can still have good days in the midst of fear. Fears don't necessarily go anywhere, but what we can choose to say is that fear, I see you right there, but I'm telling you that right now you can't stay. That right now I'm going to choose, it is my mission in this moment to choose peace, to choose happiness, to choose joy. Even if it's one small second at a time, even if it's one small minute, to know that in this minute, I'm going to choose to be happy. And so with that being said, I'm excited to introduce to you our speaker of the day. I recorded this interview, guys, a few days ago, so I'm going to play it for you right now. And guys, you all remember, I mentioned that I have a phenomenal guest that is going to be part of our podcast today. Her name is Dr. Shani Fox, and she is a naturopathic physician and certified life coach who helps encourage people to live their best lives now. Inspired and motivated by her late father who lived every moment to the fullest, Shani has made the decision to take control of her happiness and works to motivate cancer patients to live full lives in the midst of overcoming the fear of cancer. I am so proud to have the opportunity to introduce to you a woman who takes back the power that cancer tries to take away. Dr. Shani Fox. Dr. Fox, thank you for being part of my podcast today. It's my pleasure to be here with you. Yes, I am so grateful and so excited. And as you may have listened to the um, the quote of the day, uh, I'm really excited to have you here today talking about how there's no time for hate, fear, or regret in our lives. And so do you ever, this may be a bit different, but do you ever get scared in your own life or have you successfully eliminated fear and tamed the tiger in your life? <laughs> fear is not something that we can eliminate from our lives. You may know that we're biologically wired for fear. It has survival purposes. Uh, so we can't eliminate it. But what we can do, we always have the choice to do, is whether we focus on it or whether we are focusing on something else, something that we choose, something that we prefer. And so your quote is really brilliant because in the case of cancer survivors, what comes up most in my experience is the fear for them as opposed to hate, for example. Um, and they, the fear can seem very overwhelming, but we in fact do have a choice. Even after cancer, we do have a choice about whether we focus on that and what cancer might do to us or whether we choose to create the life that we uh, really want, the one that makes us happy. Mm, and so I guess whenever you uh, you have your cancer patients that you're speaking with and and what keeps you in a sense motivated, gosh, how do you keep your heart full enough in a sense to be able to, it seems as though your career path might be a bit emotionally draining because to constantly be a, a rod of support, how do you keep your own self, I guess, filled to be able to help inspire other people? Well, I'm very good at self-care. That's something I've learned over the years. And so I make sure that I am 
full to the brim with um, just just being taken care of. You know, I, as far as my exercise, my diet, everything else. So I have good self care regimen that I really rely on. But in fact, my whether even if it seems that my work is draining, it's not. In fact, it's very inspiring. I find that people who have been diagnosed with cancer, for example, it's one of those events in life that can take you down to the lowest of the low points. And yet, when people are in that place, and all the only way they, they want to go is up, they find a way to do it. They, even in that very low place, they find reserves of energy, they find reserves of hope, and they make it out of there and, and can create marvelous things beyond that. And so it's just a constant inspiration to me what people can create out of uh, what seems like a dead end. That's absolutely wonderful. And it's so beautiful that you have that perspective because... Um, and, and the instance of people that are counselors or whatnot, you know, it seems as though it'd be really easy to take on a lot of um, a lot of other people's maybe burdens emotionally. But I think it's so wonderful how you choose to have a positive outlook on other people's um, different experiences. And you are able and the people that you inspire are able to take back that power because um, what's kind of crazy is sometimes it's so easy to be down. Maybe you have a flat tire or maybe just, you know, random things happen that can really kind of set our days off on maybe a not so positive path, it seems like. And so the fact that you and the people that you coach are able to take back your own personal power and inspire other people to know that it's not what maybe life is giving you in the moment. It's what you choose to make out of every moment. You don't have to live constantly, I guess, as a, what is it? The phrase, it's like, you don't have to live as a thermometer. You can choose to be a thermostat. Is that what? Um, oh, it, that's a good one. <laughs> have you, it's, basically, you can affect the atmosphere, the room around you. You don't have to wait to gauge what's going on to determine how you're going to live your life. Yeah, that's, that's very true. And while that may seem like a tall order for somebody who's really struggling with any aspect of the cancer journey, that's why it's very helpful to have a hand to hold. You know, sometimes when we uh, are the ones in the frame, it's very hard to see the whole picture. And so um, it's very helpful to have somebody who will support you. And my job, as I see it, is to hold on to the picture or hold on to the vision, let's say, of, of the life that could be created here and hold on to the hope, even if the person can't see it themselves. I see it for them until they can see it themselves and, and keep reminding them that that's within them. And they can, one step at a time, even one tiny step at a time, they can get there. So sometimes it's a matter of having somebody who keeps holding that vision for you when that vision seems very elusive. That's so wonderful that you get a chance to be that middle gap, that bridge between hope and what could be seen as despair for other people. So I really commend you. That's beautiful. I appreciate how you just phrased um, what you just did uh, as far as being that hand to hold and, and being there because it's those that rod, that that support person that really makes all the difference sometimes whenever we can't encourage ourselves. So I think it's really neat what you're doing in our community and for other people, um, those things really matter. And so as I was reading online, mm -hmm. um, how you made the, you made a conscious choice to take back your career and do something that you felt was going to make a meaningful impact in the world. And so I really, I think that's very admirable. And so um, that's something that I would strive to do as well as hope inspire my kids to do to know that each one of our lives matters and that we have the opportunity every single day, no matter what health uh, circumstance we're going through at the time or no matter just what other external uh, circumstance we're going through, to know that every single day, the lives that we touch, we can make a difference. And so it's kind of funny. I had a podcast a couple of days ago. It was National Puzzle Day. 
And I talked about how um, we're each our own little puzzle piece and we're not able to see the whole puzzle put together, but it's not until you come in contact with another puzzle piece, that's another person who adds something more to your life or maybe you add a part to their puzzle. And so it's whenever we go out into the community and we really just kind of do our best to sow good seeds and kind of like what you're doing, be that bridge of hope toward other people that our lives become more full and our puzzle piece, our picture of life becomes much more clear. And so I think it's pretty neat how you re, uh, I guess, revisioned maybe your career path in such a way to broaden your puzzle, if I can say that. You're, uh, you put all the pieces together. And so I think that's pretty beautiful. But um, my last question I would have for you, to, well, actually I have two more questions if you have just a few more moments. What are mm-hmm. some suggestions that you have for becoming more peaceful in moments of stress? Well, I'm going to speak uh, as this regards cancer survivors for the moment. I mean, you know, other people may have other uh, circumstances, but this is my specialty, so I'll address that. Um, for cancer survivors, um, what's important to remember is that cancer can change a lot of things, and it does. It can change relationships. It can change the configuration of a person's body. It can change your identity or appear to. But something very important to remember is that whatever changes cancer created cancer, there's a part of each person that cancer never touched. There's an essence to each of us that cancer cannot touch. And that's the the, the, the soul level, the person we really are, uh, the one that is here to do something, whatever it is in this world, like you said, to affect other people and to, and, and to create our own life as we would live it ourselves. That, that person still exists no matter what a person has been through during the cancer journey. And so when I help people, I try to help them access that very fundamental level of themselves, which is still beautiful and still unharmed. And from that, that's that's the place from which we build the new chapter of life that the person is look, looking forward to. And I think people, you know, it's, it's, it's traumatic, you know, to go through all the things that are associated with cancer. But when people realize that there's a part of them that actually was not affected by this trauma, I think that gives them a sense of peace that that in fact they they can take something forward from the part of themselves that was the most beautiful part and um and 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 create a life that they're aligned with and they're at peace with from there okay that's beautiful and um my last question would be do you do you say affirmations in your own life or are there things that you encourage your patients maybe to say to kind of put them in more of a more of a maybe a, a, a mindset of it's difficult to say because my I, myself personally, I haven't been through cancer. And so I try to, I hope to speak in a way that is sensitive because um, mm-hmm. I, I could uh, understand how maybe I could appear to be insensitive and not intentionally, but because mm-hmm. I haven't experienced those own pains myself. But mm-hmm. do you have any words or things that you suggest people say to themselves or even that you say to yourself to kind of help strengthen your own courage and help be a better bridge because as he said you're that you're that hand to hold but I just who strengthens the comforter himself or herself in your instance and so maybe do you have any things that you would suggest people can say to themselves if you do believe in the power of affirmations or of positive thinking I guess do you have any Mm -hmm. uh, any suggestions well, I, I do believe in the power of affirmations, and I have used them myself uh, in my own life. I sometimes use them with my clients. Um, and so it, what I would say, though, is that affirmations are highly personal. It's very difficult to make up an affirmation for someone else. So I will help people create their own, but I don't usually impose it on them. So my recommendation actually would be this, that 
when we're in need of encouragement, when we're feeling shaky, the very first thing to do is use our breath. Just take a few long, deep breaths. And the reason for that is because number one, even a few deep breaths, we're talking like three to five deep breaths, can shift the state of one's nervous system into a calmer place. And so we're actually calming our body down. And as we do that, and even in those same seconds, we're giving ourselves a pause to think and get grounded where we are. So from that place, once we've created a space with breath between ourselves and whatever anxiety we're feeling, then a person can come up with their own words. Uh, whatever they need to hear in that moment, they will be able to do it themselves because I always want it to come from them so it's authentic for them rather than uh, suggest something that happens to work for me but may or may not work for them. Very true. So I'm grateful. It's nice to know, especially from a doctor, um, to know mm -hmm. that affirmations really are very important. And so it's important. It's it's the things that we say to ourselves. We have to watch those words and try to only do things that are going to uplift us as well as try to do our best to uplift those around us, our children, our loved ones, and uh, just watch those seeds that we're planting out there because they can reap a harvest. So we always want to be mindful of the harvest that we're reaping day to day. Well, absolutely. <laughs> Dr. Fox, I appreciate all of your time. It really does matter to me. I hope everyone out there has the opportunity to go to Dr. Fox's website. That's drshannyfox.com, uh, Dr. D-R-S-H-A-N-I-F-O-X.com. You can book her if you are needing a motivational speaker, to help inspire those around you to uh, be able to live their best lives and overcome the obstacles and fears that cancer can present. You can go to her website and book her um, to help motivate your group today. So thank you so much for your time. And is, was there anything else you'd like to say to my listeners? Just that there is a beautiful life for you beyond cancer and just a matter of discovering it. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. And I will hopefully speak to you later. I hope that you all enjoyed the interview with Dr. Fox and that if you are going through a stressful situation today, you take her advice, remember to breathe deeply and to remember that there is hope and know that you are stronger than you ever knew you were before. And now it's time for our activity of the day. In honor of World Cancer Day, guys, take the time to educate yourself on some of the different organizations that there are in the community that raise money for cancer funds for research and to help families that may be in need. If you know of a family friend or a loved one who's going through cancer, even if it's a stranger, maybe take the time to ask around and find out if that family's doing okay financially, if there's anything that you can do to help. And whether it be something that's publicly done or silently done, find a way to be a blessing in that other person's life today. And even if you're not aware of anyone around you who may be going through that life challenge, don't be afraid to make a donation to a notable cause. Take the time to donate to the American Cancer Society. There are so many resources that that organization has put in place to help other people in the community who are fighting cancer. And so it's great to plant a seed to be able to help somebody else in their life. So go to cancer.org now for more ways you can donate and get involved. So what do you think? Are you going to make it your mission to be so busy loving your life that you have no time for hate, regret, or fear today? Head on over to aholidaylife.com now for more holiday fun. There you can sign up to receive a free monthly calendar full of fun holiday activities for every day. You can also leave me a voicemail of what you're doing to celebrate the holiday. You might be on my next episode. Also, if you like my podcast, please be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. 
You can follow me on social media by using at A Holiday Life on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and at A Holiday Life Podcast on Instagram. And for more holiday fun, head on over to my exclusive content holiday trivia podcast to give my trivia questions a shot. If you get three or more out of five questions correct, you're well on your way to becoming a holiday lifer. Until next time, keep celebrating the holidays, stay safe, and live a holiday life. I'll talk to you tomorrow.